Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Starr. Got my co-host, Wally Wynn, here with me as always. It is Tuesday, and yeah, we got some interesting stories to share today. Um, It's going to be a very uh, fun topic to kind of talk about, and it's just really, really opens your eyes to what happens when you don't, like, fucking adapt. Um, I mean, when Wally told me this story, I, I was, my jaw dropped. I was just like, holy shit. Right. It's one thing to say it and see it. And, and you got to understand too, is like in our world, you know, everything's changing and, you know, social media is changing so fast. There are always new systems and softwares, you know, Elon Musk said it better himself. You know, he's like, unfortunately technology is going so advanced that human, the human brain and capacity can't fathom and keep up. And that, and he even said it's dangerous. That's coming from Elon Musk. He, he's like, in you know, really wanting Congress and stuff to like put rules and stuff in place to where like, like, like it's just evolving too fast. Um, and, and according to him, there's societal effects to that. But when you're, when you're in social media marketing and, you know, our realm and what's possible, you, you have a lot of the older generation who are just, they're, they're fucking old school. Um, and it's a problem. Maybe people listening to this, maybe you are in digital marketing um, and, you know, you're trying to get clients. And well, sometimes when it comes to helping businesses, right, you want to help struggling small business owners, but you can help them. But the problem is the fucking business owner, you know, they, they don't, they don't want to adapt. They don't want to change. They're just so fearful of new stuff. And, um, you know, I talked about this in the live stream. Uh, I don't know if it was a week ago, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, Wally had a, uh, I, I guess you'd call him a client that he wanted to help out, um, ran it. Yeah, he signed. No, no, he, he signed on. Like, yeah, I, I have a contract from him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he signed on. So, you know, Wally, why don't you tell him, like, you know, how you met met him um, when you got him signed on and then, you know, kind of what you told him when you saw his finances, like, what, what, what would happen if he didn't, like, make changes fast? Yeah, so basically, when, well, actually, I have to give it to Fung, my brother. He's, he's actually went to the coffee shop first. Um, anyway, so he... He went to the coffee shop two or three times, and then actually he was like, "Hey man, the coffee shop's pretty awesome. You should come check it out." So I go over there, we check it out, and I think it's pretty cool. And then come to find out, he actually had you know had a conversation with the with the guy who owned the place. They they hit it off really, really uh you know well. Um, but you know I thought it was kind of interesting. I was like I was like, well, I said maybe, maybe it's a small coffee shop, so you know that's why that's why he was able to talk to. Him. Maybe he's just really good at working the floor, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then you know we get there, and I actually you know come to find out basically you know, his coffee shop is pretty much empty for like, like most of the day, like it's like in the morning, it's packed, but then like towards the afternoon, evening, it was like, just basically dead. Right. Um, anyway, so, so push comes to shove, you know, my, my brother gets to talking to him and actually we, we sit down and have a marketing conversation because, you know, he's like, you know, he's interested to see, you know, what we do for a living and see how we can help him out. Right. <clears throat> tell, him about, tell him about the second business so, he has too, because that's hilarious. Oh yeah. So <laughs> the second business he has, so he has, it's a coffee shop, but it's actually his original business before that was a bakery. So when he opened up the coffee shop, he was like, well, I'm going to keep the bakery in the back. And this guy, he was making like wedding cakes and that kind of stuff, like normal stuff. And then he found this really interesting niche. <laughs> um, and it's erotic cakes. So he was selling titty cakes, like booby cakes. <laughs> I love it. Like, 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 like cakes with boobies, <laughs> like, cakes with tits on them anyway so <laughs> i think they i think they get it <laughs> okay i just i just wanted to say it as many ways as possible so that way it's un like it is unrefutable what i said like okay so 
that's his other business, right? So, so whenever we talk to him, we're like, oh man, this has a lot of potential because he's got two businesses right here, right? He's got a coffee shop that is like a brick and mortar, you know, ha, you know, steady revenue, steady flow of income, right? And then he's got basically the, the bakery side and that's just mostly cash positive. And I, I don't know if you guys knew that, but if you own a bakery, you know, mostly it's the time you lose. That's really where all the money goes. Um, but, but the margins are really, really good. Anyway, so <clears throat> we, you know, we, I talked to him, whatever, and, you know, I, you know, kind of figure out what's going on with his business, you know, what's his revenues like and that kind of stuff. And I come back with a game plan, right? So I leave uh, and I come back with a proposal. He signs the proposal right after I show it to him. And then, you know, we, we kind of get started and we work with him for about four weeks, you know? Every week we go in there, we, you know, we work with them a little bit more. And so, you know, after the first you know, couple of meetings or so, I started to get kind of uh, like a better, like uh, feel on the pulse of his business. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I sat down with him the second time because we, you know, we gave him a little homework to do to like, you know, change, you know, basically it was a whole lot of stuff that we, that needed to happen in this coffee shop. Okay. A lot of stuff. <laughs> Everything was everywhere. There was like bad margins and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, so <laughs> I give him like, you know, we, we sit down for like three hours, you know, the first day and we map out a bunch of stuff and I'm like, okay, wait, we need to do this, change this here, you know, maybe mark down some margins here, um, take some stuff off the menu, you know, organize the menu, get a freaking paper menu, right? All these like little things that, that you just need, right? Um, anyway, so we sit down and I give him a bunch of stuff to do. And so as the week goes by, he kind of gets started to getting stuff done or whatever. Um, but then, you know, the second week we come in, he's completely distracted and we're, we're talking to him and I'm like, hey man, like, you know, what's the deal? And he's, and he's talking about how he wants, he basically wants us to focus our marketing on the, uh, on the erotic cake side, right? The titty cakes, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. So, and I was like, okay, well, what's your reasoning for that? He's like, oh, well, it's, you know, you know, cash positive or whatever. Right. But then, you know, I asked him a really important question. I said, Hey man, like which one of these businesses pays your bills? Right. That's the most important question because even if the other one is making you more money on top, right. If, if, if one business fails, you would want the one that's giving you icing on the top to fail, not the one that's paying your bills, right? Does that make sense? I don't, I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so, um, so that was kind of so that's what I figured out from him. So, you know, after I kind of looked at this venue and kind of got a feel of the business after like week three, I was like, hey man, like, like which business is more important to you? I was like, hey, is it your, you know, your icing on the cake business or is it your your coffee shop? Because I was like, I was like, me personally, I know, it's like I like I've. Like, I know that, that we probably need to make sure that this business right here, your coffee shop, is the one that we save because this is the one that pays your bills. This is the one that keeps your lights on, right? <clears throat> so anyway, push comes to shove. I give them a really long, detailed plan, like taking things off the menu, you know, adding in specials. I built them a freaking messenger bot. I even built them some email sequences. I built a customer avatar, all this stuff to, to you know, start the marketing for them, right? And week four comes around, and he just, like, just doesn't do anything. Right. I come in the shop, you know, he, uh, he doesn't return my phone calls. We try to set up meetings with them. He, he doesn't show up to the meetings. We're just like, okay, whatever. So I move on. Right. I'm like, Hey man, like, like I tried to help you. It's cool. Like I gave you my advice, but this is basically what I think is going to happen. Right. I was like, I was like, I don't, I didn't think the coffee shop was going to survive. Not even, and, and I didn't think it was going to. Let's pause there because all the shit that he did guys, like the, like writing copy, the email fucking automations, like the bot stuff, like that's expensive shit. Like we charge a lot of fucking money for that. So like to to throw somebody a bone like that, like and and I, I get it, like they don't they don't see and understand, but that's like a hell of a fucking bone. Like that's a lot of fucking work. That's intense shit that could literally be the game changer for him in that area to like really going from small to big. 
especially to his competitors. Yeah, because he he already had a lot going on, you know, because he had he had a good foundation already. Like he was he was struggling, but you know he had a lot of organic traffic, right? A lot of people liked his business and that kind of stuff. He just wasn't doing the right things. It's very simple fix. Yep. What we could have done, you know. But didn't value um, either, right? You do all that shit, and then there's no skin in the game. They don't, you know, you don't really value much. No, no, they didn't value at all. You know, like I did, you know, we did most of that. And then, you know, even the time, right? Even the time spent, like going, being there and being like, hey, man, like, like it's, we're talking like basic shit, okay, guys? And I don't know if you knew this, and Dylan might not even know this, like to a T. I never outright stated it, but like, you know, my, my parents are all entrepreneurs. Like my dad owns a fish, you know, of, you know, I, and Dylan knows that, but like I used to own a restaurant. My parents used to own a restaurant when I was growing up. And, you know, there's a lot of really key things that you learn from owning a restaurant, even being a middle schooler working in it. You know what I mean? Like one example is, is whenever people walk up to the freaking counter, you want it to be a straight line shot, right? If they have to walk at a crooked line, then, then they're not going to like your store. That's a really basic thing, right? <laughs> and, and that's something that I pointed out to him. I was like, hey, man, like, like when people walk into your coffee shop, the first thing they see is this big stack of cups. They got to walk five feet to the left to even see your face. <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like it's like it's like leaving little stuff like that i was helping him with right and and dude he just didn't want to do it <laughs> so so yeah so tell him what happens next so push gun to shove so I, I move on i'm like hey man like you know i don't even tell him i just I, my brother went back and i just i told him hey man go serve him back his contract i even gave him all the work i'd done so like all my customer avatar all my research i like i had a all written in one legal pad I just gave, I said, hey, give this legal pad to him. Say, hey, you can use it if you want to. I don't care, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, so push gun stuff, you know, we, we do that. And then, you know, two, two months go by, probably about two months. And then, you know, me and my brother, you know, we're, we, I like going to coffee shops. I'm always going around. And so we happen to drive by his coffee shop. And lo and behold, the, the thing is closed. And there's a freaking leasing sign, like now leasing sign in the freaking front door. <laughs> exactly what you warned. It's crazy. Like when you warn somebody about, dude, if you don't change, like you're going to go out of business <laughs> and they refuse to. So guys, the moral of the story is guys, this is exactly what happens when you refuse to fucking adapt. And there's always going to be things changing super quickly, especially if you're going to be like in the world of being an entrepreneur. Um, you know, there's always, you know, there's changes in health, there's changes in the medical field. There's just so many fucking technological changes going on. Um, and, and, and think about, think about the older generation of people who don't even have a Facebook page yet, or people don't, don't even have a Snapchat or don't even have Instagram. Um, you know, I, I was in that when I got out of the military, um, you know, people were like, Oh, what's your Instagram page? When I went to college, I'm like, Oh, I have Facebook. They're like, you don't, you don't have Instagram. I'm like, no, nah, I never use that shit. Um, and then I started using it and, and you should, you should always be up to date on the new, you know, the newest social medias and stuff. Um, especially if you're going to be like involved in business, like it, it's, it's just crucial, but yeah, if you <laughs> like, fuck, if you don't adapt, if you don't adapt, you die. I mean, point blank period. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, I see the thing is he was already, you know, he could have easily, you know, like there was a very simple solution. Right. And it would have, it would have easily kept his business up. Like it would have brought in so many people. Like I'm just saying <laughs> it was, there was a lot of things that could be done. He had a lot of raw materials there. He just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't educated. Right. And then another piece is he didn't want to spend the yeah. money. On the advertising? Well, on the advertising, but even just to pay, like, to pay out somebody, right? Like, the reason that I did it for free, and I closed them on a free trial, say, hey, like, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we're, hey, we're going to help you for a month, and then 
We'll see what happens, right? Yeah, and he couldn't even give you like the stuff you needed. Like that's funny because like even if you're getting help for free and you make money, that covers the fucking cost of continuing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. In, in my opinion, I, I I have no regrets. I just say I'm I'm sorry that your business closed. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if you ever see that guy again. To be like, hey, I could have saved you, but you know you were you decided to sink. I gave you a helping hand. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> That's a hell of a helping hand. So, <laughs> you know, moral of the story, guys, make sure that you're always adapting. Um, and, and just realize you are going to run into that. If you guys are in the world of marketing, digital marketing or anything like that, um, don't stretch yourselves then. You know, it is a good learning lesson for Wally too, right? But uh, for, oh, struggling, oh, yeah. for struggling businesses that are like at that like, little point where they're literally struggling you can't help you can't save them um you can only save people that are already like on the increase on the incline that just need that extra jump to be beneficial so if you are running into and and if you have a pain in the ass business owner that you're dealing with and they just refuse change like do not stress yourself out over it just realize that they're either going to be stuck for the next 10 years making the same amount of money and tied to their business because they can't grow they don't know how to grow. They're, they're, they don't even, they're not even willing to spend money on advertising. How are you supposed to fucking grow? So they're, they're literally trapped in this like hell cage that they created for themselves. Um, or they're going to go into down and they're going to die. And that's the facts mm-hmm. of it. And after you always hear the statistics of like, you know, the, how many small business owners fail, blah, blah, blah. And you're thinking like, shit, I wonder why that is. But when you go out there and like you meet them, you see why. You're just like, you're like, fuck. Like, are there a lot of people like you that are really out there? Which gives me hope because I'm like, I'm going to crush everyone's fucking face. Like, like if, this, if this is the type of people that are starting small businesses, like, I have nothing. Like, I get it. Like, I have nothing to fucking worry about. So, it's just interesting <laughs> seeing it from, you know, a different perspective. But, you know, that being said, guys, if you like today's episode, let us know. Send us a message if you're on Anchor. You know, uh, I don't remember how the fuck Spotify works. If you're tuning in on Spotify, say what's up. Uh, make sure that you guys subscribe. And um, as always, check out the Leads Closing Sales Facebook group. If you do want to learn something that Wally was talking about from copy to emails, um, maybe you're a digital marketer, maybe you want to get into the field um, and, and just help business owners. You know, we're teaching all that stuff in there as well as, as well as, you know, closing and getting sales, how to get business owners, stuff like that. A lot of great material going to be in that group. It's a free group. Just type in Leads Closing Sales on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Dylan Star official and Wally underscore the robot because we will have uh, behind the scenes on our Instagram stories showing you guys some uh, stuff that we're working on. We even show when we're on Zoom. You know, sometimes we'll be on like conferences and with our mastermind group and we'll show a little sneak peek. It's pretty cool. Um, and anytime we do training. So make sure you guys are following us there and we will catch you guys tomorrow for hump day.